0: Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. Today, we are so excited to have the one and only Sierra Demu, AKA CC, owner of Vain Aesthetics Medi Spa in Andover, Massachusetts. Welcome girl. Hi Leslie, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, thanks for being here. I've been like stalking you for months to get you on this. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) Oh, God. So, you know, um, I'm sure everyone wants to know, just, you know, Cece, tell us a little bit about, you know, your medical background, because you have an extensive medical background, and, um, you know, how you actually got into aesthetics. What was your path?
1: So I'll start, I went to University of New Hampshire, got my undergrad degree, bachelor's in biology, I always planned for med school, that was always, so I was pre-med in college, life had a different plan, I thought I was going in a different direction, and I needed something with more flexibility, so I ended up going the nurse practitioner route, and never looked back, I went straight to Massachusetts um, General Hospital Institute of Health Professions, oh wow, yep. I got there. they actually not many people know, but they have a grad program in um, Charlestown. Yes. Oh yeah. So God. there I I've always wanted to do women's health. So I got dual certified and adult gerontology and women's health. Wow. Yeah, that was in
0: 2014. <laughs> I yeah. know. now it's 2021. <laughs> Look at that. I feel so old. No, you're babies though. So <laughs> oh yeah, I've been an NP for seven years now. That's so cool. And so like, you know, when did you first like come across aesthetics and what made you want to actually get into it and own your own med spa?
1: So, well, I've been in internal medicine for seven years. And so I've seen pretty much a little bit of everything. Yes. Um, always been outpatient and doing women's health. So that, having that women's health, background I've always just wanted to help women I help men, men too but I'd say majority of my practice is women yeah um and I actually got invited to a Botox party I didn't even know <laughs> people did Botox I, I was like not in this world at all and I always like to be like pretty and well kept but I didn't know that people did Botox I thought yes. that was for famous people so I asked one of my girlfriends how does your skin look so good and she was like it's it's Botox I said what are you what cream are you using she's like it's not a cream it's Botox so she's like I'll invite you to my next Botox party so I went and I was like oh this is where this is what I'm meant to do wow I "I can do this and I can do it well
0: yeah that's so amazing and so like what year was
1: that so that was 2017 yeah wow that's so cool so then I just was like, I have to get into this. I wanted, so I took all the courses at the Audrey Rose Institute. Mm-hmm. I did intro to neurotoxin, intro to filler, just course after course after course. Mm-hmm. People in my industry will look down on this and shame you for it. But I did start out of my house and I literally started in my bedroom and I had patients coming in and out every night <laughs> <day. laughs> it, it was literally ridiculous and i have no shame because i i know where i started from yes and then i just got a small little office like literally 300 square feet yes. and right before covid i expanded it and yeah. it's now over 2,000 feet got shut down for three months but it was a blessing in disguise i got mm-hmm. to do the construction without having to shut down That's a blessing. Definitely. So here I am.
0: That's so amazing. And I, and I love that story. And it's like, you know, sometimes people shame people for their beginnings or what have you, but it's like, everyone starts from somewhere.
1: Right. And it's where I started from. So it is what it is
0: exactly and now if you guys you have to see her facility um if you're in andover it is so gorgeous it is like an instagram like queen's dream like you have like the whole like green and like the cc is like so cute you guys gotta go and see it
1: (laughs) it's eclectic but with a high scale vibe i feel Exactly.
0: Exactly. And so, you know, tell us a little bit about. Because I know you, you have a great following, and you have your own brand and your own vibe. You know, tell us a little bit more about um, your marketing and what you feel has been most effective
1: for you to obtain. You know, new clientele. Honestly, Instagram. Hundred percent. Instagram has helped me grow my practice people find me on Instagram mm-hmm. Facebook too but I'd say I have more of an Instagram presence yes um, that was that's been huge
0: yeah, I know you have your vain babes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> vein babes. Vain babes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have vein babes, and you also have vein bros, too. I so Because you kind of seem to have a little niche you're growing in, like, you know, um, you masculine. I can't pronounce it, but making the face, like, more chiseled and everything. Tell us more about how you got into the bro talks and, you know, how that's been taken off for you.
1: I, I think that men are still have a stigma about it but it's getting more and more common. And I think the more men that let me post about them, other guys see it or a girlfriend show their husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes from there. You know, studies show that men make more money when they look good, so. Mm, that chiseled jawline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so awesome. I love it. And it's like, I know there's a stigma around like bro talks. Like, so I would say like, if if you could like put a rough estimate on it, what would you say the percentage of men who allow you to post, as opposed to the ones that just want to see, seem like they went on
1: vacation and got snatched all of a sudden? Like, what do you think the percentage of them who want people to know is? I'd say if I have ten patients, ten men, if I had, for instance, ten male patients, half of them would let me post. Nice, that's actually a pretty good it's ratio. Actually, pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them uh, want let me post too because they want to support my business and oh, so posting patients is such a it's like so close to my heart it means so much to someone when you they let you post their before and after so so that's like the utmost compliment and a lot of people don't and they're private and that's fine but when someone says yeah you can post that it's like oh love you."
0: yeah it must me so much I know I've been following your account for a while and it's like you know there's this one particular story. I'm not sure who she is, but she's just like a be- so beautiful. Like you know, she started with all these blotches on her skin and different things, yeah. and you like carried her through this journey, and she's like flawless now. And it's like-
1: she is probably my biggest success story. She, I mean, you saw her initial photo. She had yeah. hyperpigmentation. Yeah. She had sun damage. She had volume loss. I mean, and she literally took to heart and still does every single recommendation, what I say is honestly, like gold, and she listens. And this is the result that you can get.
0: And that's so amazing. And I and I, and I love that relationship that you have with your Yeah, we built a really good. Trust you. Yeah, yeah
1: that's she's so great. You. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to trust your injector. Definitely.
0: definitely.
1: It's hard, though. Yeah, because I mean, it's your face, and it changes. Your face and you know, <laughs> new patients, they come in and all in within an hour. I have to, ex- you know, prove myself, get somebody to trust me, build a rapport, inject their face, and then give them a bill at the end of the visit. That takes like, <laughs>
0: a lot. I know, it takes it well, hard. It is, and so, you know, for new new people coming into the field, you know, building rapport. What would you say is? the most important or some of the most important things you do to build rapport and and, and that feeling of trust.
1: So when I was in NP school, I worked with a physician and he said to me, you'll never go wrong. As long as you listen to the patient, Mm -hmm. patients want to be listened to. And I have practiced that Mm -hmm. every single day with every single patient, as long as you are actually listening, not just hearing, there's a difference listening to the patient they'll feel appreciated and you can, you know, accomplish your goals with that patient.
0: That's so wonderful. And so, you know, kind of moving on into like you as a business babe and everything. So tell us a little bit about (laughs) what you do to stay, you know, motivated and consistent every day.
1: It is, that's hard work. There's nothing easy about being a business owner at all. And I never thought I would be here so you kind of look back and it's these little baby steps over time and then you're like wait I have a business you're like wait I am the owner yeah so to stay on track I really um really really practice a lot of self-care taking the time for myself or you're gonna get burnt out you know I really I wake up early in the morning I go to the gym I journal and that sounds all so annoying like I sound like one of those (laughs) like look at my life and but Honestly, sometimes it's a struggle. You know, sometimes I don't make it to the gym. But I'd say the majority of the time, I really try to just do something for myself for at least an hour in the morning. Yeah. Because once I, I'm
0: off, I'm off. You will, Well, yeah, because once you start seeing your patients and doing that, like, you can't yeah. stop <laughs> to, like... Yeah. That's so great because you know I, I see you in the gym and everything like that, and, and it's just like it, it's great though. But that's how you know, ladies. Just saying, you know, summer bodies are are made in the winter, the winter. time, yeah. and Cece's definitely popping off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just about consistency, you know. Yes. Even if you just go through the motions and your your heart's not there yet, just go through the actions, and everything will follow. <laughs> Sounds like a relationship sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we're going to break up sometimes. Exactly.
0: You know, go through the <laughs> And So, you know, for you kind of continuing on that thread, like, you know, what's a business goal that you accomplished that now when you look back, you're like, Whoa, like
1: I did that. This, this practice. Yeah. Literally. I look back and you know, seeing patients literally in my bedroom. And then I see patients in this office and I'm like, wow
0: yeah that is the coolest thing it, that, it's like you know and I, and I i I love that about being a business owner because you know at the end of the day it's like the world is separated by people who are creatives and ones that you know it, it's okay if you wanted to follow rules and, right. and, and work for someone else it's okay right. but like that's what anything we see like this computer i'm on these airbuds whatever it's like someone saw that in their mind and they're still right, the. Right the whole process that you go through as a business owner to create.
1: It's a process. Yeah, you, exactly. You have to, like I said, it's not one big, okay, I'm going to do this and this is how it's going to be. And I opened up this practice and here we are. It's like Mm -hmm. these small baby steps over time, a little bit here, you hire one person, you hire another person, Mm -hmm. you get, get a machine, you get another machine. It's little things like that, that add up over time. Yeah, that's so true. And so a question I have because I know that this is the same for,
0: you know, you know, when you do like a treatment plan for someone or when you're working out in the gym or building your business, how important um, do you believe that vision is when you're building your business and kind of starting with the end in mind? How important do you think that is
1: and why? Super important. I think that um, when you are envisioning your goals, I I read in a book that start with the end and then work backwards Mm -hmm. and that is super helpful and where do you see yourself in five years where do you see yourself in 10 years Mm -hmm. and even small where do I see myself at the end of the year doing those things and you know I never thought like I'd talk like this either but planning like that is so so crucial and it just keeps you on track too and accountable yeah
0: And speaking of accountability, like, do you have like people in your, in your wings and the corners that are kind of like your accountability partners
1: for yourself? Yeah, it's been very, very specific about who I bring on into this team and who carries the vision of what I see in this office. And I'm picky and I carried the workload by myself for a while, but I've surrounded myself with a really good, strong team. So oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, you got to be picky just like our just like our partner, just like anything else. You got to be picky. <laughs> High standards. Exactly. So, you know, for you, um, I would I would ask you, how scary was it to make the leap from non-business owner to business owner? And if you could tell us a little bit more about some of the specific hurdles that you had to overcome on this journey.
1: I mean, it's pretty scary. Pretty scary. I would say that the number one thing that would hold you back is only fear within yourself. And it's a reminder and a struggle every day for me to be like, okay, I'm going to do this and take control of it because fear and doubt is just a normal human emotion and it creeps in, but you have to continuously suppress it and move on from it. And I I look back and it was scary, but like I said, I did small things over time. And I think the most difficult thing for me to um, to get over was losing part of the primary care practice and mm-hmm. internal medicine part. And yeah. letting go of those skills and doing aesthetics full-time. Because yeah. I had been doing it for so long and I have so many patients that, I have my own panel of patients, so they rely on me. So that letting go of that part was, internal struggle but this is what I love to do and I'm happy here yeah that's good
0: it's like it's such a price of the difference you know patients coming to you because they want to and they're happy not because they're sick right yeah (laughs) that's a huge thing and two different
1: ends Yeah,
0: definitely. And you know, and a question I want to ask you because I know you have so many client stories, but you know, with with the challenges and comes like all the joys of building your business. And like what would you say is one of, you know, your most inspiring client stories?
1: Well, I think that the one that we talked about, you know, the her glow up was incredible. It was. I think there's so many women that I form these relationships with and I see them just become more and more confident over time and it just makes me so happy and I think that every woman's journey is so different and so I feel so privileged to be a part of it so I think every woman's inspiring to me (laughs)
0: that's awesome and and so you know my question is like you know what would you say if you could talk to the younger cc or to another woman who wants to follow the same footsteps as you have you know what
1: would be your biggest piece of advice for them this sounds so lame but it's so true and it's one of my favorite (laughs) quotes (laughs) and it's whether you think you can or you can't, you can. So if you don't think you can do it, then you're not going to do it. If you think you can do it, then you will do it. So it's just about your mindset and just believing in yourself and suppressing that fear. Yeah,
0: definitely. That's so awesome. Thank you so much, Cece. Well, thank and you, you know, me. Of course. Like, you're so awesome. Huh?
1: I said, I'm so glad we were able to connect. <laughs>
0: yeah, me too. And I'm so happy our listeners are able to hear your story because this is going to inspire somebody. You know what I mean? And I so. oh, it will definitely. And you know, so everyone wants to know how can we find you? Tell us where you are in Massachusetts. Tell us about your Instagram. And of course, we're going to put in the show notes, but tell us.
1: So you can find me on Instagram, Botox by CC, C I C I. I'm in downtown Andover. And I have a space up in New Hampshire as well. Um, and yeah, www.BainMedispa.com. Facebook, Bain Medispa. Right. Awesome.
0: All right, girl. Well, thank you again so much. I'll see you soon. Thank you. <laughs> like what you heard? Please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at planlifehappens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.